back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. It's our last segment for the day on Stadium. If you're watching the show on Stadium, you want to check out the final hour of the show where we will bring you all our bets for tonight and a conversation with our friend Eric Eager talking week number seven in the National Football League. Just switch on over to twitch.tv backslash betql. That's twitch.tv backslash betql. But we still got another 15 minutes here in hour number three on this wonderful Wednesday with our friends over at Stadium. But right now, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome into the show. And we've... We have embraced hockey on the show big time this year from a betting perspective thus far. Obviously, like very early on in the season, but really, really enjoying it thus far. Paying a ton of attention to it. We're betting all the games basically every night. So I think we're, we're, we're pretty locked in, and our audiences as well, and they've been loving it. So it's great to welcome into the show hockey legend Jeremy Roenick. And Jeremy's got a new hockey podcast, Snipes and Stripes, which is killing it right now on, on, the, uh, on the podcast charts, both for hockey and for all sports. So everybody's got to check this out. We watched Jeremy for years on television, one of the best hockey analysts there is. The Snipes and Stripes podcast. Uh, Jeremy is on Twitter, at Jeremy underscore. Ronick. And again, hockey legend Jeremy Ronick joins us now here on You Better You Bet. Jeremy, welcome to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Great to have you. How you doing? Gosh, I'm great now after that introduction. Can we go back and start this again? Because I just love listening to you. That was fantastic. Thank, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, Jeremy, I know you, you probably never heard Nick do the intro before. That's like... That's like his ten out of ten skill. That's like the thing he's bad. We we butter butter the guests up, and then when we're done, we say like, "Hey, you want to you want to come back on next week?" And then, like, hopefully you do because then we get to keep asking you questions and stuff. That's kind of how it works. Uh, what's what surprised you so far this year? We've only played a couple, like a you know two three games a team. Played for about a week. What's a what's a team that's really surprised you so far? Well, first of all, let me just comment on what you just said. Next week is way too long. How about tomorrow? Let's just do it again tomorrow. It sounds like a good idea. Uh, just, to me. Jeremy, um, yes. Jeremy, Jeremy, be, 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 Jeremy, be careful. <laughs> be careful about that. Because we, yeah, we're on, the we're on four be hours yes. a day. Yes. We're on 22 hours a week. So the answer to that is actually going to be yes. <laughs> Call me for any, any kind of uh, content that you want me to fill some time at any time. But I will tell you this. I. I watched the, the Vegas Golden Knights play on opening night. And usually when you watch a team come out and have a celebration, have a, um, have a Stanley Cup ring presentation, and you do a whole ceremony before a game, usually they, they come out flat and they come out uh, non-existent and their brains are other places and they get swept out of a building. When the Golden Knights came out in game one, uh, they took a very hungry Seattle team and just ran them right off uh, out of the arena and out of Vegas. And it was probably one of the best performances that I've ever seen a championship team start a season with. And they have not stopped since they started. So I still think that the Golden Knights are the cream of the crop of the National Hockey League. Um, they, uh, they are full from top to bottom. Uh, and that includes their goaltending. They're deep. Uh, someone's going to have to knock them off before they change my, my opinion. But Colorado looks awfully strong also. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch this year uh, in the National Hockey League. Yeah, the Golden Knights 11-1 to to win the Stanley Cup right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM, the King of Sportsbooks. And to Jeremy's point, Colorado, the favorite to win the Stanley Cup right now, 8-1 to at BetMGM. Jeremy, I think I am contractually obligated to ask you about Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks. Off to a pretty decent start to the season, right? They beat the Penguins on, on opening night, then lose the next two games. And then a couple nights ago, all they do is go on the road and absolutely handle the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I guess this is kind of like what Toronto does. Big favorite at home. Let's just lose outright here. Uh, what are your early impressions? impressions of Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks thus far this season. I've been impressed with the Chicago Blackhawks to tell you the truth. And I think they're playing with a lot of confidence. And I think they're playing uh, 
pretty much stress free, and nobody's really giving them any um, any credit or any chance to win hockey games, and which is understandable. I mean, they were one of the worst teams in the league last year, which is why they have Connor Bedard. And to have a guy like Connor Bedard brings a new element of of confidence. Now, what I worry about with Connor Bedard is he is an unbelievable hockey player. He, he I think he's gotten more attention than any hockey player has gotten over the last 30 years in terms of first picks, expectations, uh, hype, and that even includes Connor, Connor McDavid uh, a few years back. I think Connor Bedard has blown away the uh, the articles written, the attention given. Um, every single place you go, it's Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard, and I, and I kind of feel that's – that's a little un- unfair to him uh, as a 5'10", 175-pound soaking wet player um, breaking into a very, very good league. I think Connor Bedard is going to be a superstar. Uh, he's a lot of fun to watch. I don't think he has played up to the hype that everybody has been giving him so far, but it's understandable because he's nervous. He's, he's going into every place, and he is the center of attention and he has every top team defense playing against him, every top team's defensive forwards playing against him. It's a different league, and I think that the media should leave the kid alone, let him enjoy his growth into the league, let him become a superstar and enjoy it, because with every every article that's written, every time someone keeps, keeps talking about him, it's more pressure built on this kid, and until he proves that he can handle the, the pressure of the National Hockey League and being a superstar like Connor McDavid did, um, it's it's going to be a question mark. I want him to be great. I want him to be great for Chicago. I think the National Hockey League wants him to be great. But the National Hockey League can't create the superstar before he's the superstar and think that uh, and try to make him that next golden boy that is going to not only bring attention to the television, bring people to watch, but also be a marketing and, and, you know, money, uh, you know, just a, just a money raiser for them. Uh, let the kid have some fun. He's awesome. I can't wait to watch him every single night, but he hasn't performed the way that, that he's being hyped. And there's a reason for that. Jeremy, you mentioned Connor McDavid there as part of that answer, obviously like a, you know, number one pick, like came in with a ton of hype and has ended up winning the Hart Trophy, the league's most valuable player award three times, including last season, had like a record setting season. People said he couldn't score a million goals. He's like, all right, I'm going to go score a million goals. Obviously he was awesome. And he was the league's most valuable player. He is a huge favorite this year to repeat as most valuable player. He's essentially just a little better than even money. So it kind of sets up like a, just a simple yes, no better, a a two-way bet. Like, would you bet Connor McDavid to win the Hart? Or would you bet the field? And obviously in the field, you get Austin Matthews, who's off to a great start. You get uh, Nathan McKinnon, who's off to a great start. You get everybody else. The market's kind of shaped that way, which is really interesting. So if you had to take McDavid wins the heart again, or the field wins, and you can kind of you know give us a couple players you like, what, what side of that would you take? I'd take Connor McDavid because he's the best player ever to be on two skates. He's the most talented player ever to be on two blades. Without question, he does things at a faster pace. He's more talented with the puck. Uh, he's already shown what he can do in a in a league that has massive, massive talent. You put Connor McDavid on the ice in 1980, he scores 400 points. That's just that's just that's plain and simple. I think fact. Um, that's how good he is. Now he will have pressure from from Drysaitel and Austin Matthews and McKinnon, but I would take Connor McDavid because I've never seen anything of his stature. Um, on the ice, shift in, shift out, game in, game out. 
I, I absolutely love the answer there. And I was going to ask, like, well, like better better than Gretzky, who was obviously great in Edmonton also. And then the answer about if you put him in the 80s, what would Connor McDavid do? Love that answer from our guy, Jeremy Roenick. It's awesome to have Jeremy Roenick here on the show. And you got to check out Jeremy's new NHL podcast, Snipes and Stripes. It's killing it right now on the charts, so be sure to check it out. Snipes and Stripes with our guy, Jeremy Roenick. Jeremy on Twitter, at Jeremy underscore Roenick. Jeremy, you gave us a lot of good stuff here on some of like the top teams in the Western Conference. Like you mentioned, Vegas, obviously, they're impressive performance on opening night, and they beat the uh, the Dallas Stars in a shootout last night. You mentioned Colorado won the cup a couple of years ago, maybe being uh, Vegas's stiffest challenge. What about the top of the Eastern Conference here, Jeremy? When you look at the Eastern Conference, like which teams stand out to you? Like which team do you think right now is the best in the East? Well, at first, at first glance, you got to look at the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, they are they are so well coached. They are a, a full team, top to bottom. The way they play five on five, I think they're they have every aspect of what you need to win uh, a Stanley Cup. I think they're getting close. Uh, you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think they have added a couple players uh, to their lineup that can add some grit and some tenacity and some sandpaper. Uh, with them, it's whether they can they can overcome the I think the pressure and the media attention and the hype to play the right way and play the right way against the right teams. You saw Toronto Maple Leafs just lose to the Chicago Blackhawks the other day and pretty handily, which definitely would concern me if I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. But I think in the long run, I think they will get it going and they will be a force also. And don't don't count out New Jersey Devils after the strides they made over the last couple of years. Um, I think they're a little full of themselves to start this year because of last year, but I think um, Lindy Ruff will give them a good kick in the behind and get them going, and they're going to be a fun team to watch. Those are the three teams I'd probably be looking at in the East. Yeah, I know our Rangers fans pretty pissed about how, including including me, about how, how that turned out last year in the first round of the playoffs against the Devils. Jeremy, let, let's close with this. Um, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to give us a bet if you don't want to, but just curious what you think of the two games tonight and if you have something that you like. Uh, Ottawa hosts Washington, so the Senators and the Capitals. The Senators are a decent-sized favorite in the game, the total six and a half. And then we've got the Penguins at my Red Wings. I've adopted the Red Wings. have been awesome to start the year, scoring tons of goals. Pittsburgh's a small road favorite at Detroit. High total in this game at six and a half. Do you like anything in an abbreviated two-game slate in the NHL on Wednesday night? Uh, absolutely. I think Ottawa takes care of Washington. I don't think Washington's going to be a very good team this year. I think they're on the downslide. Uh, as you've seen, I think they've struggled to compete so far this year. Uh, so I think, and I think Ottawa is on that uptick. I think they're with getting Tarasenko, uh, I think their offense is, I think Brady Kachuk is going to have another big year. I think uh, Claude Giroux is going to have another good year. Ottawa is, is going to take care of Washington. And I do, um, I, I do like the over in that game, actually. Um, and with the Pittsburgh, uh, I love Detroit. Uh, Detroit is a team that is, plays fast. They have talent. They, uh, they're confident. I think they're one of the up-and-coming teams in the, in, in the, in the league. Uh, Pittsburgh, I think, is still, is still trying to figure out who they are. They're, they still have a great team. Uh, I think Detroit at home will slip by Pittsburgh and always take an over when it comes to Pittsburgh. 
for some reason they Absolutely always have love the, it. it always goes over. <laughs> and and especially playing against the Red Wings. I basically those are the three bets that I like for tonight, by the way. I like the Red Wings against the Penguins, I like the over, and I like the Senators. Can't we bet the Capitals the other night? We watched that game against Calgary. Washington, very lucky to win that game. We were very lucky to win our bet. Kemper stood on his head. Jeremy, we love this. We sincerely appreciate you making the time for us. We'd love to do this again. We want everyone to check out Jeremy's new hockey podcast, Snipes and Stripes. You can find it wherever you find your podcast and on Twitter at Jeremy underscore Roenick. My friend, thank you very much for coming on. Stay well, and hopefully we'll do this again soon. I appreciate it. I will say on Snipes and Stripes, we do give our predictions for that night and, the, and, and future night's games. This this weekend, we went 5-0, and oh, so we're we're rolling on all cylinders right now. Gotta love that from our guy, Jeremy Roenick. Power Hour, final hour coming up next. Flip on over to twitch.tv backslash betql.